The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome everyone to Ask Dr. Dream here on Unity Online Radio. It is such a dreamy day and this is the place where you come to uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. That's always what our dreams are trying to help us do. Not get further lost in the in the chaos of all the stuff going on, but they're always trying to help us find ourselves and find ourselves as magnificent because that's who we are. If we could just wake up right now on a dime, bam, we would see, we would just be in awe of who we are and who are these people around us. It's pretty wonderful. And speaking of people around us, I'm just grateful for this moment to have Nancy T around me. And then I get to talk to Debbie Spector Weissman later on. And then all the wonderful folks from unity. I've got Louie over there behind the scenes running everything and Jeff somewhere back there as well. And Diane Ray and so many great people. So hello and thank you and shout out. So today the show is all about you and your dreams. And Debbie Spector Weissman is a dream coach. She is amazing. I'll tell you all about her in a little bit, but we're going to talk to you about your dreams and give you, here's my intent. We're going to give you some sneaky shortcuts for receiving more mojo from your dreams. There is so much mojo to be gained, to be, there's like gold in them, their hills. And most of it, we just go, eh, no thanks. I don't need it. It's just the wrapping paper on those gifts is just way too strange. But my God, we're we're missing out. Um, someone the other day sent me in a dream that I thought was so magnificent. She said, I don't know. It was a little annoying waking up from that dream because nah, 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 what do you think it means? And I wanted to spiritually slap her because it was like, honey, your dream maker, God, the angels, whatever, is working so hard behind the scenes to bring you this perfect dream that is custom tailored for you and your needs, what's going on with you in your life right now, this very dream could liberate you to high heaven. And you're so cavalier about it. I mean, at least you took the time to write it down and to email me. So I want to give her some props for that. But this cavalier attitude, (laughs) I'm just like, Oh, I'm like, ah, have you ever like spent time giving somebody a gift that you really took time to find exactly that perfect thing and the wrapping and you just took time with it and they opened it. They barely even looked at it and they tossed it aside and they're like, all right, next. 
whatever. It just doesn't feel good. But on the other hand, when somebody, you give them a gift that you took time and you put your energy into it and they open the gift and they're like, oh my God, wow, thank you so much. This, I know exactly what I'm going to do with this. It's going to change my life. I'm so grateful. Then you're just motivated to give more and more and more, aren't you? At least I know I am. I feel like this is how this is how our relationship is with the dream maker, with God, with our angels, whoever it is back there behind the scenes that's putting our dreams together. And so it seems like the best way to bring out the best in them is to just say thank you. Thank you so much. Even if we have no idea what to do with our freaking dream, if the dream is just crazy or weird or hairy or scary, the appropriate response is thank you because it's going to, once we decode it, once we shine a little light on it, it's going to make our lives better. And isn't, so isn't just a big old thank you in order. Okay. I'm going to just slowly slide off my soapbox for a moment. Let's get into a little prayer so I can catch my breath and try to be a little more centered, but my God, I just, that just got my dander going. All right. So let's just get down and, and dreamy and praying right now. Take a breath with me, please. Ah, releasing, letting go of any drama, hurry, scurry, worry, or flurry in any direction. Just drop it all for a moment. Get off your soapbox if you happen to find yourself on one. Or get off your, you know, feeling at the effect of somebody else's soapbox. Just like get off it. Let it all go. Take a deep breath. And open wide to the sunlight of the spirit. As we're releasing and letting go of everything we don't want, we are simultaneously breathing in everything that we do want because it's our dream. We can breathe it and dream it however we want. So let's just open ourselves up to the dream maker, to God, to goddess, to the angels, to that power that orchestrates this universe in our favor always in spite of what the circumstances may look like at any given moment. So let's let ourselves just be grateful, full of graciousness, full of grace, full of gratitude for this moment in our lives, for the billions of miracles that are here right now, some that we can count and some we could never even begin. We don't even know how to count that high. So let's just revel in that for one moment. Ah. And let's let our dreams be among those things that we put at the top of our gratitude list because they're helping us to be smarter, more creative, more intuitive, more healed, more fulfilled, more a step or two or three ahead of the game so we can handle the circumstances of our lives with grace and ease and and beauty and bring out the possibility of our of our best selves. Wouldn't that be great if we could actually do what we came here to do in this lifetime? Didn't put any of it on the layaway plan, even though there's no more such thing as a layaway plan. Wouldn't that be great? Ah, so with this, let's just open ourselves up for, with gratitude for Unity Online Radio and all that Unity represents. And we could just do a whole show on that, for God's sakes. But we're not going to do that now. And let's just give thanks in advance for you and your dreams and for Debbie Spector Weissman and Nancy T, who are going to help me play in this realm of dreams with y'all. One more big, deep breath of gratitude. 
Ah, and so it is. Amen, a woman, odd dreams. And before I forget, I want to give you the phone number to call. I know Nancy T is thinking that right now I can totally read her mind. Kelly, you didn't give them the number. It's 816-251-3555. And I'm grateful that I finally have that number memorized. Oh my God, I get a star on my forehead. 816-251-3555. That is the number to call if you would like to have your dream interpreted by the three of us, my God, the holy trinity of dream weavers. So without further ado, what, Nancy T, are you there? I sure am. Oh, my God. oh, you are. Yay, yay, yay. Okay, Nancy T, how are you? How are you dreaming today? Did you Have you had any dreams lately? Oh, my gosh. I have. And, you know, I wrote them down. And where I put that is a really good thing. So when I figure it out... <laughs> Okay, we're going to bring Debbie dream, on. Please. We're going to we're going to we're going to bring Debbie on and then you go look for it. But in the I meantime, will. did you find us a, a hero's journey dream oracle? I sure did. I picked card number 10, so it's a 10. And awesome. it says Perfect. attune to the call. Tune in and turn on. Woo. Okay. Woo. <laughs> Spiritually speaking. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. So Duh. here's the quote by Saul Luckman. He said, I've been having dreams lately, drunken dreams with their peculiar lucidity in which the experience trail, the high seas seem to call louder and louder, more and more insistently with a voice that was at the same time music, a siren song that almost threatened me if I refused to obey its quixotic mm. urgings. Mm. Love it. Love it. Ooh, and okay. that word, that kixiotic, it's like Don Quixote. I don't know. One day I'll know how to pronounce kick. I think it's kixiotic. Well, I looked it up. It is quixotic. Oh. Is how you quixotic. say it. Quixotic, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I was because I looked Ooh. at it, and went, "Oh, I've seen that word. I've never said it." <laughs> so I quixotic. just uh, real quick looked her up. Quixotic. But there we go. Now the message is: you are attuned to the sounds of your soul, and what was once a still small voice has become the loudest call you hear. You're mustering the courage to heed the call when it resonates throughout your entire body and the situation or opportunity is right for you. Foster gratitude as you do your inner work so the sweet sound of higher ground resounds throughout your being. Make room in your life for grace so the call of your highest destiny can be heard, honored, and acted upon. And the dream symbol is phone call. Dreams of a cell phone or talking on the phone. <laughs> I love phone calls. Uh, I love the way you said that. Phone call. <laughs> I said it with, ex- with exuberance. You said um, it like the target circle person. Success. Okay. Success. Yeah. It's a match. <laughs> love that target woman okay so dreams of a cell phone or talking on a phone signify communication issues receiving a call is about your ability to listen and hear if you're trying to call someone and can't reach them considering what is in the way will bring you a step closer to resolving the block because you're now aware of it if you're successful in your connection either speaking to or texting someone you may be exploring your telepathic connection with this individual and Mm. or the part of yourself that the caller represents additionally Mm. explore the wordplay between cell phone and self own 
Woo! Ooh. This dream Ooh. might be a message to your to all your personal <laughs> power in new and more profound ways. And the mantra is, "When the universe calls, I pick up." Now, how amazing mm. that you were talking about saying thankful, being grateful, and yeah. thanking your dreams and all of this. And that's just what this is all about: being attuned to the call. Mm. How about that? Mm. And being grateful for it. Mm-hmm. And and. And the whole phone thing. It's so I, I was on the phone in my dream last night. So that, that showed up. Yeah. And so many times when people share phone dreams with me, they're, they're trying to get a hold of somebody and they're trying to press the buttons and they can't. So I think it's, it's kind of cool when we get a hold of somebody. I was, um, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll unpack that dream when Debbie gets on because we always do a little back and forth dream, dreamathon. So, um, until we have somebody calling in eight one six two five one three five five five, we're going to just talk about our dreams. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit who this amazing woman is. Besides being a very close and personal friend of mine, and she's a student of the Dream Life Coach Training School that I put together, and Debbie is my top student, and I feel so grateful because she's like paid it forward. So she's somebody that I talk to about my dreams, and she's always so insightful and and just full of amazing um, intuition in, in a particular way. And she happens to be one of the best writers on the planet. So she has, Debbie Spector Weissman is the dream coach. She has incorporated the knowledge gleaned from her professional work as a wife and mother into dream life coaching. In addition to her coaching work, Debbie has been the co-owner of a film and video production company, which was instrumental in the production of dozens of films, including the groundbreaking film, What the Bleep Do We Know? Man of the Year, starring John Ritter, God rest his soul, Pregnant in America. John Ritter wasn't pregnant in America. This is a totally separate film, by the way, just so you know. And the spiritual documentary, Dreaming Heaven, which I know very, very well. I got to co-write that book. So Debbie and I, that's actually the project that we met on. So how perfect that we met on the Dreaming Heaven project. How perfect is that? Debbie's also the best-selling author of over, get this, I'm not just... This is not a random number. She is actually the best-selling author of over 20 novels, two zero people, including five of the original books in the popular Sweet Valley High series. She credits her dream work with inspiring her to return to writing Hallelujah. Her most recent books include 101 Dream Dates, How to Say I Love You to the Most Important Person in Your Life, You. And the bestseller, It Came Out of My Vagina, Now What? I love that book, and I just love to say that title. I hope I don't get bleeped. I hope I don't get with the bleeped off the air. Co-written by... Now what? Exactly. Nancy, you can relate to that, and so can Cassie. I'm sure. Yep. You must get copies of this. This should be a whole other book, a whole other show that we do. Um, So that was co-written with Betsy Chassie. And Debbie's also featured in Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and Premonitions. Yay, Debbie. She had the, the... one of the dreams and dreams of premonition that that Amy Newmark was like, I don't know if we should publish this one. It's a little racy. 
I'm like, please, it's so good. So many people will relate to it. And it turns out to be one of the dreams in that book out of the 101 dreams that people talk about more often than any of the others. And we'll talk about that once Debbie gets on the show. It's hilarious. It's like the comic relief, but super serious um, dream that was in that book. Also, Recipes for Living, Volumes 1 and 3, My Creative Thoughts, Ask Coach, and Dreams That Change Our Lives. Debbie Spector-West, she's just never, she just doesn't twiddle her thumbs much. Um, she now hosts her own weekly podcast on Dream, oh, Dream Power Radio as the new, and the new TV show, Dream Power Show, on Roku and Amazon Fire. Yay, Debbie. Debbie is a member of the International Association for the Advancement of Dreams and the Holistic Chamber of Commerce. Oh, my God. Debbie Spector-Weissman, thank you so much for coming in from the East Coast. She's just she's just so bi-coastal these days. She's on the West Coast. We couldn't get together in person, but we will the next time. And thank you for taking the time to be on our show today. Welcome. Wow. How do I follow that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do anything with that. You just breathe. That's you. That's you, Debbie Spector-Weissman. You're talking about... You know, being grateful and being grateful for your dreams. And mm-hmm. I'd like to start off telling you about a dream that I had uh, just last week that I oh, please. Really was grateful for, that if, if you don't Great. mind my starting with this. No, please. Okay. So, you know, I think a lot of people kind of feel that, you know, oh, you're, you, you, you're a dream expert. You talk about dreams all the time you must have a dreamy life and life must be perfect but the Mm -hmm. truth is no you know I'm a human just like everybody else and uh, I had a particularly if I could say the word crappy um, (laughs) week last week and I had a dream though that put it all into perspective and you know me I don't have these great big elaborate epic dreams and I, I can just remember fragments so this dream, I just remembered this little fragment, which was this image of uh, the oxygen mess falling down in an airplane. Mm. Oh, and wow. even in this dream, I don't even think in the dream I was actually flying in the airplane. I just had this image of it. And I was so grateful for this because what this told me was, you know, what, mm. what are oxygen masks? It, it made, it told me, I just need to take the time to breathe, to just breathe, you know, get into myself, get into my space, and then be Mm. in control, take the control for myself, which Mm. is what you do with an oxygen as you take it and you put it on, you, you breathe and you're in control. And I was so grateful for that dream because it gave me the perspective of, yes, all this other nasty stuff is going around. Some of it Mm. I couldn't control, so I just have to let go, breathe through it, and let it pass. Mm. Oh, my God. I love this dream. dream I'm grateful for. Thank you so much for just starting off with that. It's it's like such a wonderful way to get to know you and the humanity, the full 360, the genius that you are, the human that you are that is still genius, and how beautiful the dream works and how to be grateful for that and how simple that metaphor is and how we can all benefit from that. 
for sure. So I want to I want to unpack that more, but I know that Connie is here raising her hand wildly with a dream question. So let's just, without further ado, bring on Connie. Connie, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hi, Kelly. Hi, Connie. Do you have a question? Yeah. Do you have a dream for Debbie, Nancy T, or I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody, uh, Kelly, you, or <laughs> any any of the girls, ladies. <laughs> uh, I had a weird, very weird, it was like a um, dream that I was, Standing, I was in the picture, and, but it was these little kids, and they were like in a classroom or in a holding room, I would say. And I'm watching these little kids, but and mainly they were little girls, but it was these men, big old men, and ugly, horrible-looking men. But one by one, they were taking these little girls, and they were... I hate to say, but they were raping them and killing them and then oh putting them in this. They were putting them in these five or 50-gallon drums, those big mm. old drums, and uh, tossing them off into the ocean. Oh, my God. And I was trying to get these little girls' attention by saying, run, 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 but they really couldn't see me. But I was like, run, run. My hands were just going, run. But, and I was, t- I talked to this one man who was helping the main man, and he says, I have no choice, you know, he was scared of him as uh, well, but oh, wow. yeah, I have no idea, and it, it, it was three o'clock in the morning, I got up and I wrote this down in my journal book, just so I Thank wouldn't forget God. it, but I haven't forgot it, Kelly, I haven't forgot mm, it, mm, mm, and, and I don't know... Oh I don't know, was I out of my body watching this happen, or what was this? Wow. Well, let's let's, let's unpack it. Um, give it a title, first of all, a title, and if you can, a subtitle. Okay. It's, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to, I, I'm feeling these were little girls that was uh, being abducted, and kind of like that, uh, the trafficking children, you know? Yeah. Traffic these kids. That's what yeah. I felt like this was. Right. Oh gosh. And okay. They were like from like seven, six, seven to ten. You know, is the age limit right in there that I was seeing. Well, but let's do. Wild. We'll do a little. We'll, we're going to do a little quick round, and I'll jump in. And just to let anyone know, if you're just now joining us, we've got Debbie Specter Weissman with us. We've got Nancy T, and this is Connie sharing her dream. And if you've got a dream, you can also call in 816-215-3555. Oh, my God, did I get that number right, Nancy? <laughs> 816-251-3555. Okay, yep. so Connie, let's unpack this dream. Um, all right, so the first thing that comes to my mind, if it were my dream... Um, and we're just going to do a little quick popcorn, boom, 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 boom. Um, I actually had a dream similar to this years ago. So I, the, it, it was, and, and I won't go into the details of it, but it, it had a similar theme where it was a young girl and it was a big, scary man that was hurting her and doing doing horrible things to her. What I ended up getting from this dream for myself, looking at it from the perspective that, of course, there is the outside world where there's horrible things that happen to vulnerable children all the time. And that's just the state of affairs. And we sometimes a dream like this can prompt us to get into action 
and we've got several stories about that in the Chicken Soup for the Soul book, Dream and Pre- Dreams and Premonitions and Dreams and the Unexplainable, where people actually start a service project because they felt the horror of this so viscerally that they it prompts them to get into action. So there could be that literal aspect of this. But from my perspective, I look at the dream from um, the point of view that everyone and everything in the dream is myself. So there's the, there's the child, there's the little girl part of me that is vulnerable, feminine, intuitive, sensitive, emotional. And then there's the big, strong, horrible men. That would be the masculine part of me that is demonstrative, that is bold, that is a doing creature that's gone rogue, that's just over kill overkill literally so i would ask myself where is my masculine overpowering my vulnerable feminine where is my doing self completely obliterating my being self like where is my hard self where am i being cruel to myself in other words where am i not taking care of my my gentler more tender needs and it would be a wake up call for me to make amends to myself and to and to make some reparations and to and to honor the gentleness that's in me that may have been getting steamrolled. So um, I I want to open it. I want to give it back to you for a second, Connie, to see if any of that pops. And then Debbie and Nancy, I I offer it to you. So Connie, anything popping yet that you'd like to say before we overload you? Yeah, you know, no, I. No, not really. I've never had that kind of a situation before, you know. So it's just like internally, where you're, you feel like you're. So are you? Do you feel like your um, your gentle side is honored by your masculine side? There's no inner critic going on, or is or is there somebody external in your world that's not a fan of the feminine? Uh, no. No, I've got three okay. boys, so you know they. It's, I'm. I guess you know, being that I've probably you know taken more of a control as a masculine, you know, than yeah. I try to play both roles, you know, because I'm a mother right. and also I have three boys, so it's you know wow. playing the both roles. Interesting. So. All right. Well, let's let Debbie Debbie Specter Weissman. Please take a take a stab yes. at this, and then we'll we'll yeah, have one, a break in a, in yeah, a minute. But of, go for it. One of the things that I found curious about this was that they were being thrown into the ocean, yeah. and the ocean mm-hmm. being the the wellspring of of our feminine side. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, he said he had no control over it. And yeah. I'm thinking, you know, it made, so it made me think again. You know, going back to Connie's internal self, that. Um, there may be some conflict there and that the feminine really wants to play a big role. And now that you mentioned you had sons, maybe, I don't know, is there any mm-hmm. conflict between, you know, your sons being upset with the way you're, you know, disciplining them or controlling them? or You know what? The, it might have been, Debbie, a long time ago, but my boys are all grown now and got kids. And so that role... Oh, my heavens. All right. So we're going to come right back from this quick break and we're going to unpack this amazing dream from Connie's. And we're going to talk more to Debbie Spector Weissman, thedreamcoach.net. When we come back from this quick break, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate Today. Here's a Unity Wisdom Moment with Eric Butterworth. We have mistaken the idea that life is a journey between certain limited points on an endless highway. You come into life and and that down the road somewhere there's a tombstone that says this is where you stop and it's later than you think and we rush, rush, hurry, hurry, trying to get it all done. To jam it all into the journey because after all, as we say, life's all too short. And this is a totally erroneous concept. Time does not come into existence moment by moment and second by second and then pass on, pass on into nothingness. Time is basically the creation of earthbound man. There is no time in spirit, and whether or not you're aware of it, there's no time out there in outer space. There's nothing to set your watch by. Your watch is totally useless. There is always time enough to do the things that should be done. To hear more talks from Eric Butterworth, visit truthunity.net. What if you could start each day with a positive outlook, remembering you are a divine expression of God? Daily Word is a booklet of daily devotionals offering positivity that's downright contagious. With a print subscription or by email, you can pause to reflect on how to practice spirituality in your human experience. Reading Daily Word takes about a minute a day, so you can feel uplifted every morning. Visit dailyword.com to subscribe. If you're looking to deepen your spiritual journey, Unity Magazine is your go-to source for information and inspiration. It's been beautifully redesigned and packed with interesting articles and compelling interviews from today's spiritual thought leaders. You'll find science, spirituality, and healing with a look at Eastern philosophies, meditation, as well as completely new ways to interpret the Bible. Plus, reviews on the latest spiritual books and music. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. Do you dread going to work every day and just pray for Friday? Get a fresh perspective on your career with Mo Fall and bring your soul to work every Thursday at 11 a.m. Central, 12 p.m. Eastern, here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. A leadership mentor and career coach, Mo can help you go from underpaid, unsatisfied, and unappreciated to loving your life and career again. Join the show and let Mo guide you to make some real life changes. Tune in every Thursday here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. 
Welcome back, everyone. This is the Ask Dr. Dream Show, and we are here on Unity Online Radio. The number to call for your dream to be interpreted is 816-251-3555. And before we dive into that, just to let you know, the Hero's Journey Dream Oracle Cards. Nancy T., you were talking last um, last time. We've got we've got a, a little, not a competition, but it's an award thing that these that the cards are up for. So um, I don't even know where people can go. Carta, it's the Carta Awards. You can Google Carta, C-A-R-T-A Awards for Dream, the Hero's Journey Dream Journal and Dream Oracle Cards and put your vote in there. Also, the the Hero's Journey, the Hero's Journey Dream Journal is available. And soon, I keep saying soon, and I don't know when, but very soon, the Hero's Journey Dream um, meditations will be available as well. And we have our trip to Teo Tiwakan coming up in January 2020. This will be an intensive week that is magical. It's where the Dreaming Heaven book was born. Uh, basically, Debbie knows all about it. Nancy and, and Debbie have both been to Teo Tiwakan. You can go to my website, um, kellysullivanwalden.com. While you're there, sign up to get your free dream declaration meditation, but scroll down on the page and you'll see a banner for Teotihuacan. Click on that. We still have an early bird price for that. It's really well priced for a really amazing retreat that takes care of your every possible need and desire. It's it's a way to just get an acceleration of understanding your dreams and personal transformation among so many other things. Anyway, all that, that's our announcements for now. Um, anything else? Am I missing anything, Nancy T? Nope, you're not missing a thing. I think we we just, if you want to summarize the Connie dream, because that yeah, was pretty let's amazing. do that. Yes, so amazing. Um, all right. So let's, so basically, if you are just now joining us, Connie shared a dream with us, a pretty phenomenal dream about these little girls that are being abducted and like really harmed. And we could say raped and and killed um, by these burly, monstrous men, putting them in 50 gallon drugs, tossing them into the ocean. So this is gruesome, but as we say, every dream is a good dream. So we're unpacking this right now. And over the break, Debbie had some great insight. We, we found out that Connie is the mother of three boys who have turned out fabulously. But her, um, her ex-husband has been a challenge for her. And she's not wanting to have to take care of, of him and, and everybody anymore. And we're talking about how maybe a little bit of Debbie's dream about the putting the, the oxygen mask as is applying to her. So, um, Nancy T, you were talking. Is there anything else that you wanted to say about Connie's dream before I give my little last minute summary? No, I think I do think that in the past, like I was saying, she she um, definitely had a lot of power and a lot of control, and now she's sort of watching life happen, and it's not right. always good. Um, and I'm sure that has something to do with her husband being an ex-husband and, and watching that too from afar. Right. So yeah. Connie, I'm just curious if like describe these, like the essence of these little girls before they were harmed, like what's the nature of them? They look like, um, they, they kind of resembled a little, little girls back in the, like the forties, you know, they had these little different kind of dresses on and they were very they were so scared they they couldn't even move you know knowing that these mm. men 
were coming, and even though I was saying run, that they were just frozen stiff, that they couldn't run. And a lot of times in my dreams, I can't run if something's after me. You know, that's where I'm at. I cannot run. It's like, gosh, I hope that never happens, you know, that I can't run. Right. Right. The 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 feeling that I'm getting is, and, and this is just obviously for me, and I don't know if this will apply to you, but I think we're such layered creatures. We're like artichokes or like lotus flowers. We've got so many petals. There's so many parts of us. And at the heart of of the artichoke is like the most juicy, delicious, sweet, sweet part that and there's all these layers that protect it. And I and I think of yeah. these little girls as as being those those fragile creatures and right. and they're covered up with with all this other stuff. And the frozenness is kind of a protection so that they're so they're their most essential aspect is is intact. So it, it just makes me feel like it's a message to not let the hurly burly, big, strong, masculine part of myself um, sabotage and overwhelm, overpower this precious energy that, that really, if you, if you're mean to it, it goes away. It's not yeah. like, it's just going to bully itself. It's not going to stand up for itself. It can't. So it makes me wonder, do you see any part of your your creativity yeah. or your sensitivity that's been frozen yeah, kind of built up a wall around myself i think yeah mm. I, so yeah, what I, I do so is there an action that you could take now or something that you could do to nurture those that those little girls within you to feel safe enough to to play to you come know out? that's funny because i've never thought of them girls as me you know but uh now that you've put that yeah i can see it it's like the layers of the artichoke you know i can probably mm-hmm. start peeling those peelings back and you know let yeah. me be me and you know letting everything else you know as is mm. i guess or at least applying debbie's debbie specter weissman's dream about the the um right. the mask the oxygen mask like a li- at least a little bit at least a little bit um yeah the the dream that I was talking about with with someone yesterday about cake I was telling Nancy about this made me think every day we must have cake not like eat it literally but like like some right. version of give ourselves a treat give ourselves some just room to play because yeah. the masculine part of us I think can just push us push us push us until we're just just crispy dead like drowning in the in a fifty gallon drum in a yeah. in a in the ocean you know there you go. Debbie Spector Weissman, any last words you'd like to throw out for this dream before we move on to Meg's dream from Meg from Milwaukee? Oh, I think uh, you know you've summed it up very well. Uh, I just wanted yeah. to add that one of the things you taught me uh, very early on is that one person's dream is everyone's dream. So I yeah, can't hello my dream to Connie if it will give her <laughs> any support aid. You're so generous. You're so generous. Oh my God, Debbie, that's beautiful. Thank you. I can breathe now. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad. Connie, please be good to those little girls. Oh my God, they need an advocate. They do. They do. Be good to yourself. And please check in. Keep us posted as as the saga continues. We're rooting for you. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks, Debbie. Thank you so much. All All right. So. 
before I bring out Meg, I'm going to, I just want to throw in because Debbie threw out one of her dreams. I'm going to throw out a little piece of mine. I'm, I may have mentioned this on the show before, but it's still writing with me. I've had it a couple weeks ago about this tall redheaded woman that I, that was around the corner in a house. I was doing a reading with someone uh, like a human design reading for this family. And I never got to meet the woman of the house. And finally, she felt safe enough to reveal herself to me at the end. And she was a a giant and she had this flaming red hair and she wasn't an attractive woman. She was awkward and you could tell that she was hiding because she didn't want me to judge her. And it was only once she felt that I was worthy and I wouldn't judge her that she kind of introduced herself to me. And I felt really grateful. And I was really like, wow, she's so tall. Her head almost touches the ceiling. So I'm throwing that out there. And I feel like it's about, at least maybe Debbie, you'll have something else to say and maybe Nancy too. This this book that I'm writing right now is about kind of the redheaded stepchild part of myself, the part of me that I've been ashamed of, that I think really, I think if for any of us and myself included, when we follow our shame down the rabbit hole, we will find a giant down there. We'll find our power down there. And if we deny our shame, then we're missing out on a huge part of our power. So I feel like this excavating I've been doing and writing this book is I'm uncovering this big redheaded giant and she's slowly starting to feel safe enough to reveal herself to me. And I'm starting to find her beautiful and lovely and the rest of the world might not find her lovely. They might say, ew, killer. But but if I love her, then I think that's all that matters. Anyway, do you guys... Want to want to weigh in on that before we let Meg from Milwaukee weigh in? Well, I well, tell I you, Cal, I got to say real quick that, to that. Oh, are you talking? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, okay. Nancy hit um, it. I, Nancy, you started first. Okay, I'll go real fast. Um, when you said it right away, I thought of the redheaded stepchild, the poor stepchild that we always refer mm-hmm. to. Um, but I, know, I thought I of know. that, and I thought of your writing. And I thought of it that, you know what, when we think of our shame, we think it's a giant. We, I yeah. came from it from the other angle. We, <laughs> we think it's so huge. And that if anybody found this out, oh, wow, I would be excommunicated off the island. There'd be no more of me. <laughs> and so that's the, that's the significance I saw in it is that that's what you think Thank you're you. revealing. And yet, you know, it's, she's clearly a gentle giant. And it's not as scary mm-hmm. as you ever thought. So oh, that was my takeaway. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Debbie. Okay. Yes, I was going to say that as the grandmother of a redheaded child, uh, oh. I tend to think redheads get a bad rap because yes, they do. They're very uh, special. Also, <laughs> and also, no. And so I, I, you know, been doing a little research about redheads, and they're very creative, very intelligent, and have so much to share. And mm. even so, you know, it says to me that, you know, look behind, you know, that which you may find initially off-putting and that there's going to be treasure there. You just have to mm. look and discover it. Mm. This feels so good. I'm going to do this more often. Awesome. All right. On that note, Meg from Milwaukee, thank you for being so patient. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream here on Unity Online Radio. What is your dream or what's your question? Oh, my gosh. Well, first, may I comment on what you all just talked about? <laughs> of <laughs> course. I'm a flaming, Join the club. I'm a flaming, red, I'm a flaming redhead. <laughs> How divine yeah, is that? 
Yeah, this is really – I just found out about Unity Radio um, through uh, Lisa Williams. Uh, oh. Show. And then I'm like – you know, and I've listened to her, and then all of a sudden I had this intuitive hit standing here. i got to turn on Unity Radio. Oh, there's Dr. Dream. Oh, I'll call in. And literally <laughs> you guys started talking about the redheaded stepchild and Shane. Oh. You were speaking to what I'm going through. Oh, and I wow. I to share that with you. It's kind of crazy. Meg, we love you. Your timing is impeccable. How fabulous. I know. I know. So thank you for taking okay. my call. Of course. So any dreams or anything? What's going on with you? And what do you need to love about yourself that you haven't completely loved yet? Well, there, it, yeah, there's a part of me deep down what you just said. If everyone finds out, you know, mm-hmm. they're going to think I'm this horrible person. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've gone to, you know, three different therapists over the past 20 years. And they're like, no, Meg, you know, no, you're not. This, it, but it's like this 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 rumination this um you know mm. the playback in my head that i'm working through but um i looked back yeah. to my dream journal quickly while i was while the mm. other caller was on mm-hmm. and i recently had a dream about my mother dying and i record mm. i had to listen back to it cuz i'm half awake when i record these mm. and it was just like the most horrific dream and i have these not so much about her dying but um, that was the most recent one. But from time to time, I have these dreams where maybe a dear friend or even my mother is very mm. mean to me. And I wake up angry mm. with them or, you know, this one where she died. And I just, oh, I mean, I cried off and on the entire day. So I just went mm. wondering if there's any meaning behind that. Oh, I think there definitely is. Um, is sure. your mother still with us on this on this side? Yes. Yes, okay. she is. Well, from my perspective, when when anyone dies in a dream, to me, it's a symbol of a radical change, either in that relationship with that person or with that aspect of myself. So if it's my mother, it would be with the mothering aspect of myself, the way I mother people or the way that I nurture or caretake people. So that's 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 that for for me and then when people are mean to me in my dream i have to do the thing where i look at it as everyone in the dream is me where am i mean to me where am i critical to me where am i unkind or judging or because i think sometimes we can be fine and fabulous but we if people could hear our internal dialogue they would arrest us for being so abusive to ourselves like how could you do that you stupid oh my god why did you say that you oh you god i mean sometimes it's like god the things i say to myself it's like i what so i wonder if it's a wake-up call our dreams are always a wake-up call to be more kind to yourself and let's let's open it up well first of all is any of that landing anywhere yeah yeah meg yeah. Oh, good. Um, good. 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 I've had yes. <laughs> De- Debbie Specter Weissman, let's hear a little bit from you, yeah. then Nancy. Well, yeah, I no, I agree with you that I do think it is dealing with aspects of herself, and it, you know, there's going there, the death represents a change. I just wanted to reassure her that I don't think it's a premonition, so I don't think she has to worry that you know something bad's going to happen to her literal mother. I think it has mm-hmm. more to do with you know, either the change mm-hmm. in the relationship 
with her mother or a change in the way she feels about the mother part of herself. That's, mm-hmm. that's right. Oh, she feels God. more with that than, than a real mm-hmm. actual death. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Although I think there's, you know, there's that that place where our nightmares can sometimes be, you know, they can show us like a worst case scenario or a deepest fear so that if it did happen, we're, we're somehow more psychologically prepared. So it's not necessary. Mostly our dreams are symbolic, but I think if there was any literal down the line aspect, it's kind of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to survive this because I've, I've already dealt with it you know, once or twice or several times. And so our dream, even mm-hmm. if it's scary, it's not trying to torture us. It's trying to help us to to become more psychologically, spiritually prepared or sound. But I, I agree with Debbie. I think mostly these dreams are symbolic, um, not not about a future event mm-hmm. necessarily. Nancy T., what's on that your heart? What about you? um, well, uh, you know, I thought also the common thread through all of the dreams, whether it's the mom yeah. dying or it's the people being mean, or that she yeah. would be a victim to something yeah, that would be considered right. negative. And so mm-hmm. where in your life are you feeling like a victim? Are you feeling mistreated mm-hmm. or feeling mm-hmm. unloved or feeling abandoned? Um, and it might just be something about sort of trying to work through that. I think all of our dreams are an effort to work through our our waking reality. And I commend you for recording all your dreams and writing them down. I'm the worst at that. Yes. I just was telling them earlier, <laughs> I'll write something down. And then I put it, I don't know, in someone else's cleavage, but I can't find it, you know? <laughs> Nancy T, you so got to stop you, putting it in other people's cleavage. <laughs> exactly. But So that's my take on it. Oh, 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 I'm loving, I'm loving, I'm loving this. And I think it is one of those things where we can mush some dreams together and see what that common theme is. And maybe, I mean, if there's a radical change in the mothering, I'm I'm just envisioning, um, if it were my dream, having this mother part of myself that stands up for me, that doesn't allow these these bullies, these meanies to say these mean things that's like, nope, not on my watch. Like the kind of mother that's like, that's going to love everyone, even the meanies, so much that everybody ends up in a kumbaya together. There's some kind of forgiveness happening. But what would what would a change in your mother, in your relationship with your mother look like? Or has there been a change in your relationship with her well, or the I way you think- mother yourself? I think it's with the way I mother myself, and that is profound. Wow, ladies. I mean, ladies, thank you. I'm just sitting here with my mouth open. This is all this. I have to listen to this playback, and you Mm. have no idea. I'm, like, almost brought to tears. Like, thank you. I'm so glad. How I mother myself, yeah, like, that's, like, the big thing. um, And I'm aware of it. Like, I know I'm very hard on myself, and I think my whole life I never thought I was worthy to be Mm. a mother. So... There has been, interestingly enough, now that you say that, ever since this dream, and this dream was just about 10 days ago, I've had this radical shift in in, um, those thoughts kind of dissolving. Oh, I'm so glad, Meg. I'm so glad you called it. (laughs) And now every time I see someone with red hair, I feel like I'm going to just, I want to celebrate even more and celebrate that part of myself. And this woman in my dream with the red hair, I feel like she's... 
a champion. She's a giant. She's a champion. She's powerful. And mm. she's definitely a message of, of great power. So thank you for, for being part of that wonderful synchronicity with us today. Thank you mm. so much, Meg. Call back in again and let us know how your dreams progress. I will. I appreciate you. I will. Thank you. Thank you all. So okay. much. Okay. So Debbie Spector Weissman, back to you. It's been a while since you guys, since you and I have had a chance to talk and tell us about some of the exciting dreamy things happening for you or how have dreams progressed or I don't know. I want to kind of know what, what is happening in the world of your dreams lately, what you're observing, what you're seeing. Well, the biggest dream is, is living out a dream, which is uh, doing, my podcast and now my new TV show. Um, oh my God! Very, you know, in in college, you know, I studied broadcasting, and you know, my goal at the time was to you know go out actually as a radio journalist, but to do radio. And I had no self confidence in myself at the time, so I didn't pursue mm. it. So mm. now I'm doing what I was meant to do. You know, uh, I would say how many years ago, but a long time ago. And uh, I'm not just doing it. Um, I'm getting, you know, an education every time I talk to people. I do interviews on my program. And Mm -hmm. I'm just learning so much, which which keeps me vibrant and uh, keeps my dreams vibrant also. So I'm just having a great time doing it. I am so proud of you. I'm so excited. That is amazing. I mean, you have taken this and run with it. And I think we need to... um, share with them i want you to share if you'd be willing to about your cod piece dream because i feel like it it's related to how bold and self-expressed and how potent you've become today and the like kind of the long way that you've come baby like the virginia slim thank you um and this this dream is also um a message to anyone that it doesn't matter how long or how involved your dream is. This dream involved one word that I had that I remembered from the dream, and it totally changed my life. <laughs> Even if you come out of a dream and just can't, you only think about one image or one word, write it down, think about it, because that could be the one message you were meant to get from the dream, and that could possibly change your life as well. But briefly, I'll go into the dream. So. I had a dream where the only thing I remembered from the dream was this one word, codpiece. Now, I wasn't sure what a codpiece was, so I looked it up. And a codpiece in medieval times was a uh, leather, usually leather garment that men wore to protect their private parts. And, uh, and in later years, like in the 80s, uh, heavy metal rockers, would wear giant cod pieces, and, you know, it's part of their stage costume. Um, so I had asked myself, what does a cod piece mean to me? Well, I couldn't, first I couldn't figure it out. You know, I, I wasn't a big aficionado of, of heavy metal music, so I didn't think I had anything to What? That. that surprises me um, about you, Debbie. Yes, and, and uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure, you know, historically, you know, I wasn't, you know, super drawn to, you know, that period of history, although I love history. So I had to think about it. And then the more I just thought about it, you know, took a while for it to, to dawn on me that just what is a cod piece, you know, in general, a cod piece is a, you know, it was a, a heavy thing that was meant to protect something 
that was, you know, precious, soft and precious, you know, <laughs> and potent. So how can I, how, how did that relate to me? Well, I was, uh, for most of my life, very, very quiet, very, very shy, never one to speak up, certainly never one to speak up for myself, but just in general, didn't really speak up. And I was actually putting a wall, or in another word, a pod piece between me and the rest of the world. So I felt the dream was saying to me, maybe it's time to break through that pod piece. Maybe it's time to mm. let it go and let the world see me. You know, that, that mm. precious being that was being hidden by the cod piece. And, uh, and that was the beginning of, you know, an evolution. Uh, and you this, did. did. Yeah. And You've let it. Have the dream when I was studying to be a dream-wise coach, and at the time was just studying, not with the intention of actually coaching or going out and doing anything with it, other than just, like, self-learning. But I said, you know what, maybe since I had this revelation from a dream, mm. it is my duty to help other people get their own revelations from their own dreams. Oh my so God. That and that's that. what you're then, doing. I know there's a bunch of other dreams that you've had that relate to this, but we have just a minute and I want to make sure everybody can find you, find your TV show, find your podcast. So, so now that you're out of the cod piece is gone, you've revealed yourself, thank God, and we'll never take a dream snippet lying down ever again. Please um, give us all the ways that people can find you besides the dreamcoach.net. Is there yeah, another coach? Yeah, the dreamcoach.net is my, my website. You can get all kinds of information about me there. You can email me at Debbie at the dreamcoach.net. Um, you can Google Dream Power Radio, and it'll show up all the places where you can get the podcast. It's pretty much almost every place you can get podcasts. Debbie Spector Weissman, thank you so much for joining me today on the Ask Dr. Dream Show here on Unity Online Radio. It's been such a joy and I'm so proud of you and this is and I'm so grateful for your dream snippet. So everybody, we'll meet you next week. Don't take your dreams lying down until then. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.